Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Quick, quickly, quickly, coming at you live. It's churros, baby. Popping the trunk. How we like to do sometimes. As I told you, you guys have to subscribe to D-Spot because I'm soy capaz. I'm capable of going live, improvised, impromptuous, like we're doing now. Bringing to you the round of 16s of the Champions League. And as we are used to from our Swiss counterparts, they are starting right on time. So two minutes past 12, and we are seeing the highlights of the teams that have made it to the knockout phase of the Champions. So we told you on Friday on the Churros y Tacticas Patreon pod that we wanted to go live for this one. Kian won't be able to make it. I am able to make it. So here we are with the Monday churros, nice and early. It's cold, but excitement is in the air. You can cut the tension with a knife, folks. As uh, we're seeing here, images of Copenhagen, now Inter, also making it through the finalists of the last edition. Uh, and we're, that's it. We're going to be talking, uh, of course, uh, football, Barca. Another underwhelming weekend as uh, Barca draw over in the Mestalla against Valencia. Keep, keep you, you know, just fill up the comments, folks. I'm hoping that this is all coming in through nice and clear. Um, like I said, it was somewhat impromptuous, decided somewhat last minute as um, initially I wanted to do today's pod with, of course, the host and brands, the master, the creator behind churros y tácticas, Kian, but uh, I was like, Kian, man, his, one of his boys is at home sick as well, so he wasn't able to be court today, I cannot tomorrow, so D-Spot it is, it's a D-Spot churros edition, and uh, we got a lot to talk about, like I said, keep your comments coming in the uh, comment section, I'm hoping that this is connecting well, no comments so far, let me post the link on uh, churros on Twitter, as uh, Pedro Pinto is uh, now taking the word, and he's going to invite today's uh, his co-host. Let's call them who will be. Uh, Picking up the balls from the bowl. It's uh, Giorgio Marchetti, the UEFA Deputy Secretary General of UEFA. Salute to you, good sir. He uh, is addressing, he's taken to the mic. Anyway, this is a good time for me. I've, I've got one guy blaring into my uh, headphones, so this is a bit annoying. I'm going to turn the guy down who's translating Giorgio. And in the meantime, let me get the link up on churros so that uh, 
I can also give a heads up to the community in case they want to join us. How do I get the link? Anyways, how are you guys doing? It's another tough start to the week, quite frankly, uh, after what was, bueno, not a debacle in Valencia, you know, you would have taken a game like that any other season were it not after this string of uh, pretty disastrous uh, or underwhelming results as well as play. And uh, here, here we go. All right, I can put the mic down. But uh, so it was a decent game. How Barca, how we didn't score more goals uh, is unbeknownst to me. It's just one of those seasons, folks. It ain't happening. It's not going to happen. Uh, I've made peace with that this Liga is a lost cause. I've already announced it how many, you know, three, four podcasts ago. Uh, so the focus is on the Champions League, the Copa del Rey, and finishing off at least the season in the Champions League spots. Uh, I think, you know, that right now is the realistic goal. I got UEFA Champions League draw... Round 16s, who join me live, join me live here, all right, I'm, I need to, I need to post this on Twitter, sorry guys, it's live, it's going to be one of these types of sessions, all right, fuck it, join me live, Maybe join me live is better than fuck it. No? <laughs> join me live here. You wait for Champions League draw around 16s. All right, now I need to get the link. Are there any uh, comments coming in? No. I'm hoping this is live. It does say I'm live. So I trust that I am. John Terry. Next to Pedro Pinto. Dirty John. John Terry, one of the shadiest dudes in football. Come on. Already when he played, he, was, he, he always gave off that street dude vibe. Uh, he's just a ruffian, just like this classic London scallywag. And then, of course, it turned out that him and his pops had a little business going as well. That... It's of of which its nature wasn't at all surprising. All right, um, that looks nice. Nobody has joined the chat yet. Uh, there have no been bolitas been drawn out of the uh, bowls yet, so I can still try to get the link to this uh, live feed and see if I can put it up on Twitter. Come on, man! Why is this so hard? Give me the link to the live feed. It should just be at the top. Oh, I got one person joining. All right, what's happening, one person? Hey, please, if you feel like, drop those uh, comments. Here we go. Copy video URL. Bang. Drop your uh, comments in the comment section while we are getting ready for the draw. I found the link. I can post it on Twitter. And let's see if we can get more people joining the live stream. Here we are, baby. It's Monday Churros. It's a live session, sans Kian, as uh, he won't be able to join us today, and I will not tomorrow. Stay tuned for this week's Patreon edition, because it could be a memorable, dare I say, historic one, a unique one. So sign up to churros.com forward slash, churros.com, I mean patreon.com forward slash churros y tacticas. Join me live. UEFA Champions League draw round of 16s. Okay, here we go. Okay, so they're announcing Los Bombos in the first one, of course. It's the winners of each and uh, every group. Let's go. 
the empty bowl. Yeah, you, you just put the ball in the empty bowl over there. This is good. Sehr gut. Mach das. This is a fantastic idea. You just have to put it in there. Okay, so right now the UEFA Deputy General is explaining uh, the rules. Like I said, I've got it all on Twitter now, so my attention will be fully yours. Let me break down. Let's look over to the Bombos, right? Let me address those that are going to be watching this on the replay. In Bombo 1, we've got the likes of Bayern. We have Real Madrid, Arsenal, Real Sociedad, Manchester City, Atletico de Madrid, Borussia Dortmund, and Barcelona, of course. Ah, here we are. We have graphic confirmation on the screen as well. Uh, the weakest of that lot. Hmm... Now, of course, we can't draw. I'm just saying, of those first place finish right now, you'd have to say, you have to be honest and say that Bayern, Madrid, Arsenal, Manchester City, Atletico are in better form than Barça, Borussia, Real Sociedad. I think you could argue as well. These are tough times for Barça. So, in the Bombo 2... The runners-up, you have Copenhagen, uh, PSV, Napoles, Inter, Leipzig, Oporto, Lazio, and PSG. The first one, Terry has taken out of the ball. The first team is Porto. Porto. I w well, Barca cannot draw against Porto, of course, seeing as we had them in our group. So uh, Barca are out of this one. Always a little nerve-wracking, isn't it? I got one like. Here we go. I bet you that's Taps. Thanks, Taps, for the like. Uh, so they can draw against any of the Spanish teams except for Barca and uh, City and Bayern as well, of course. Let's see. And Borussia. Arsenal. Arsenal against Porto. Nice one for Arteta. No doubt about it. Arsenal walking away with a very nice draw indeed. So all the gunners will be gunning for qualifying to the uh, quarterfinals. Uh, Porto, a side that Barca won, well, we won there and at home in the end. Um, anyway, decent, uh, decent squad definitely gave Barca our troubles. Did we beat them twice or just only there? No, I think I don't even remember. Like I said, things are tough. <laughs> uh, Madrid will not be able to play against Napoli, of course, because Napoli is the next one out of the box. Uh, would I like to play against Napoli? No, absolutely not. Please do not let it be Barca. Uh, I think... Uh, <sighs> This Italian side, we've already faced them a couple of uh, seasons ago in the Europa League. And it is Barca, indeed, that draw against Napoli. So, uh, that was like Xavi's first time uh, when he's just taken over as coach. It was a 0-0, if I remember correctly, at the Camp Nou, and then a very good performance of Barca over in Italy. So, uh, fifth this year in the uh, Serie A at the moment. So, having a, a similar, I guess you could say, in terms of results, season as Barca. Look, um, not the worst, not the worst, not the worst. No one knows why there's so much fanfare in these events. Ritvik Kopur, what's happening, boy? Thank you for your comment. Um, well, it's just a good excuse to go live. A good excuse to communicate and uh, be a little closer. Communicate directly, I should say. Be closer to uh, the fan bias, the fanfare of churros y tácticas. Um and you know it gives it, it breaks the tone up a little bit as well of this depressing tone that we've been having 
on uh, churros. So, Real Sociedad will face Inter. <whistles> tasty, tasty. No, is that right? No, 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 no. Excuse me. That, that that's that's incorrect. They can't because they were already facing each other. Or did I miss who Real Sociedad are playing? I'm confused right now. They were runners up, of course. So the opponents of Inter. Atletico de Madrid. Wow. Good clash for Cholo, this one. Against his future club. I mean, he's destined to return to Inter at some point. Uh, Cholo against his beloved Inter. Very interesting indeed. I feel like Real Sociedad already got a draw on that I've slept on that or addressing the uh, points on Napoles on Napoli before and, but uh, that is that is a very very good good draw for the neutral it will be, it will be an emotional draw for uh, uh Cholo Simeone of course as a PSV have just been drawn out of the uh The ball. So, ah, you see, Real Sociedad against PSG. Wow, I like that a lot. Lucho against Imanol Aguacil. The two very, very interesting styles of play. Uh, that is going to be a good game. That is another, man, there's some tasty clashes so far. My goodness. Very good clashes. Real Sociedad against PSG will be a mouth-watering clash of hopefully some very good offensive football and hopefully Real Sociedad will take out Lucho's side. Um, Imanol Aguacil will, I think, relish this. Uh, it's the, It was obviously the team that nobody wanted with all respects to all you know the other competitive second-place draw. Lazio against Bayern. Good for Bayern, definitely. But, um, yeah, it's funny because a couple of weeks ago I was talking to Kian about Imanola Guacil being the next in line to take over from the Spanish coach. Uh, he could be somebody that PSG would be very interested in as well once Lucho's time is over. Um so it could be a past Spain coach against a future Spain coach as well. As City, of course, got the best draw of all. And they draw against Copenhagen. Well, Pep will be uh, just loving this right now. Continuing his uh, breakfast and opening session, training session. As uh, the City boys can breathe another sigh of relief. I mean, they're still the team to beat, defending champions. Things not going so so their way in the Premier League, but uh, you know that's to be expected after how many years? Nearly a decade of dominance, solid eight years of dominance for City. So let's go over it again. Porto against Arsenal, very nice. Arteta will go through. Napoli against Barca it will be tough. Barca, I think we will be able to go through. PSG Real Sociedad. Let's go, Imanol Aguacil and. Uh, the San Sebastian team to go through. Inter, Atletico, Cholo. Mm, that would be good. Eindhoven, Borussia. Come on. Let's go. PSV. Lazio, Bayern. Bayern will go through. God damn it. Uh, missed the last two. It was too slow. And we're, hold on. Madrid. You guys got Leipzig in the end. Very good clash. I didn't want to face uh, Leipzig whatsoever, but still Madrid will be the favorites to go through there. And, of course, Copenhagen against City. Pep, um, well, City in the quarterfinals already. Leipzig couldn't play against Bayern and Dortmund, of course, yeah. Very nice. I like it. I like it. I like it. Some tasty, tasty clashes. I don't want to miss not even one game. Uh, from Oporto to Arsenal to Copenhagen against uh, Manchester City. And then, of course, all the teams with either Spanish or Dutch representation and the Lazio Bayern. Very, very cool. Uh, 
Very cool. Very interesting. Great, great matchups here for the round of 16s of the Champions League. Uh, let me quickly get to some questions before we continue the broadcast. Uh, Ritvik, you're saying, I mean, they can just do it quickly rather than spend so much time with everything. Hey, man, they started at like 12. Call it 5 past 12 before, you know, Pedro Pinto really started to talk. They had the highlight reel, etc. And you know what? I understand what you're saying, but as somebody who works in these types of events, I appreciate it because it's a little bit more work opportunity for us. Uh, you have to present it. At the end of the day, it's a formal process that we're following. It's a draw, and there's interest in it. People want to see it. Uh, you know, they were they took 20 minutes. It's 21 past 12 right now. Redvik, I mean. Take it, man. Take it. It's not that bad. Not everything they do is bad. Sometimes these ceremonies or events can be a bit drawn out and a bit long-winded, but I think this one was was totally fine. Um, Barça Napoli. I'm listening to Maldini, the uh, international expert, saying that right now Inter or Napoli started slow, but are now getting in there in good form. He's saying Barça or uh, putting tipping Barça as slight favorites against Inter, even though. Against Inter, I keep saying Inter, against um, Napoli, but uh, that Napoli is on the up and coming, that they are improving with the passing of each uh, game. Of course, they had managerial changes as well, but uh, I mean, right now, like like I said, looking at their form, it's more, or their current form, it's more or less uh, on par with Barca. In Napoli, last time we played in the Europa League, I remember vividly us having an excellent, excellent game uh, in the first one, where uh, in the first half, sorry, with great goals from uh, Frankie, Pedri getting on the action as well. Then Napoli got one back from a penalty, closing the gap to 2-1. Uh, Barca had won previously in the Camp Nou on a 3-1 aggregate, I believe it was. Uh, or not a 3-1 accurate, a 2-1 accurate. And then Barca walked away. The goal in the end from Piquet, sealing the deal, 3-1, 4-2 on aggregate. Uh, Adama Traoré, oh, that beauty. How could I forget that? Obama Young, right? That was Oba, yeah, of course. Man, I miss Oba. Obama Young. Marseille now, I'm happy he's there. I love Marseille. Uh, and happy he's having a good uh, form as well. And that one finished 4-2, right? A little scare at the end there. Bad defensive mistake or miscommunication. Uh, but in the end, Barca walking away with the victory. Uh, I think we can do it. Robbie Lewandowski, the team top goal scorer, eight goals so far this season, just one in the Champions League. So clearly, uh, I mean, times are tough for Barca. Times are tough for Robert Lewandowski. That's nothing new. Um, no need to rehash and old talking points right now. I'm not in the mood. <laughs> I want to focus on this a little bit more. Interesting what they had to say about Napoli, though. I mean, not a team that I uh, at all follow on a weekly basis, just in moments like this. So seeing that they are... Uh, uh, you know, I, I obviously, uh, clearly, I, I superficially somewhat follow uh, all the leagues and knew that this wasn't their standout season or a league that they were fighting to uh, reconquer the Serie A. But, um, I mean, it's good to see that they are, yeah, I mean, that they're underdogs or that, that Barca can still be considered favorites against uh, this Napoli side. Of course, traditionally, we will always be considered favorites, but uh, their form of late has been uh, start-stop. I can see uh, 
they've suffered three defeats as well in the last five games, just two wins. Well off uh, Inter first place, who are 41. They're trailing with 27. Uh, so, yeah. Good draw for Barca. Like, can we say that? Good draw for Barca. I still believe that uh, Xavi's side were going to improve come, uh, when is it, February or so, when these matches will uh, actually take place. So we have some time to improve. Uh, it could have been a lot worse. Napoli, mira, a side that's going to be tough, in particular over there in the Diego Maradona Stadium. We've already showed that we can perform there. Uh, these players are up for the task. I'm optimistic. Hopefully Lewandowski can uh, find, you know, some get a second wind, so to speak, and maybe get inspiration from having some very uh, stiff and direct competition. And Vito Roque, Vito Roque, who will be, uh, who will have joined us then as well. And um, happy days, man. Listen, happy days. I'm going to say it. We're going to go through. Barca will get to the quarterfinals. I'm optimistic. And uh, of course, the job still needs to get done, but we can do it. Let's talk a little bit about Valencia, uh, Barca as well, what happened over the weekend. There's no need to uh, try to hide it. Uh, Got to address the elephant in the room, and that's that uh, in the league standings, Things are uh, still not really going well in terms of results. We picked up a a point. And like I said at the top of the broadcast, the game itself at any other season, I think we would have taken it. We had so many chances. My God. Like we had so many chances to score. Barca offensively, we were... We dominated, um, but our efficiency, something that has been disappointing us throughout the entirety of this season, let us down once more. And we can talk also about an individual error um, that led to the equalizer for Valencia, who with far less, who far less chances were more efficient. Um, harsh. Poor finishing let Xavi down against Valencia. Yeah, exactly. I think he coached a good game. There you go. Uh, I'm going to get to your questions or your comments in a, in a second here as I'm just getting my thoughts together while I'm also still listening to my Spanish counterparts discuss this uh, Napoli or Barça-Napoli line or matchup. Uh, well, that's it. They've actually moved on now to Manchester City. But... Um, uh, my so yeah, just basically to uh, con- give you my concluding thoughts on this Champions League draw for uh, uh, for Barca. I think against Napoli, a team that is under construction, that according to Maldini, the international football expert on uh, Movistar here, says that uh, slowly but surely they have in- been improving. Um, but you know again judging from their immediate results of late I think Barca have a good chance to overcome this Italian side once more like we did two years ago in the Europa League Um, could have been worse could have been better could have been Copenhagen but it is what it is I'll take it and uh, you know I mean, we saw as well what they did against Madrid, and quite frankly, mm, it wasn't a whole lot in the last game uh, in the Bernabeu. So let me get to your comments. What's happening? Doing this live, Churros y Tácticas. Don't forget to subscribe to Churros y Tácticas on podcast and or on podcast on Spotify and all the other uh, platforms that you listen to your favorite podcast to on Apple, wherever. Make sure that you subscribe to Churros as well. We're still coming at you two times a week, usually Monday or Tuesday, and then Thursday or Friday, we give you the Patreon edition, that juicy, unfiltered, raw and uncut, unscripted, uncensored version of Churros. 
on patreon.com forward slash churros y tacticas this week it promises to be a special one episode two of the churros e invitados coming to you and uh, i will announce the person that will be joining us over on twitter on uh, churros on uh, twitter.com forward slash churros tacticas without the y um let me get to your comments what's happening ritvik was the first one to join the chat you're saying uh, yeah, about the ceremony yeah like i said it's good for us people that live from this industry and see this as a potential job opportunity to uh you know give us allow us a way to earn our livelihood through doing what we love to do and that's uh present and talk about football inter to face atleti psg to face real sociedad right let me uh Give you my concluding thoughts as well before I talk a little bit more about Valencia-Barça on the rest of the matchups. Uh, for the Spanish teams, let me focus on that. PSG, Real Sociedad, Lucho against Imanol Alguacil. Love it. Hugely looking forward to that. I'm rooting, of course, for the team from San Sebastián. Um, I think... He, Imanol Aguacil could do it. I think we could potentially see, I don't know why I'm thinking this, is just on the spot, but we could actually see him uh, play against the team that he might coach in the future. I could see him be a, a coach for PSG if he continues this resounding success and consistency that he has uh, managed to achieve with Real Sociedad. You know, even though season after season he has to deal with some uh, uh, key players leaving and taking a team with them in the con under construction as well to echo Xavi's words I mean I think any team uh, any coach can have that argument that his team is under construction uh, it was my interpretation as well that given the fact that uh, Barca are so far away from the finished product that yes that is the argument uh, as to why Barca or any team that is not producing the football that a coach wants from his team that is is arguably on our construction i'm rambling imanol think he can beat psg one of my favorite clashes here coming up i mean i'm, I'm gonna watch both those games with with a lot of interest uh napoli barca we discussed inter atletico de madrid cholo it's got cholo just just that's because splattered squirted cholo all over it um Talk about a coach that could potentially be facing his uh, next team. I mean, this one is, is written in the stars. Cholo will f most certainly one day end up at uh, Inter de Milan. He did so as a player, so of course he will as a coach. And, uh, I mean, he wants to win a Champions League with Atletico. That is the one thing that he has left to do. I think he just recently re renewed, did he not? Or there's talks of him renewing with, with Atletico. Uh, his most successful, the most successful coach in Atletico's history, absolutely, hands down, no doubt about it. Whether his next move will be soon to Inter or not, I think, uh, like I said, he wants to win that Champions League. It's... An incredibly difficult task. He was twice so close to doing so, and so unlucky not to. Uh, will it be third time lucky charm? It's going to be a tough one for Atletico, but they're in very, very good form, very solid form this season. Um, he has a team that could definitely push to reach the latter stages of the Champions League. I think they can knock out an Inter de Milan despite Inter being, you know, the finalist from last season. Uh, and, of course, also um, the last season Champions League. And, and, and uh, you know, I mean, sitting so pretty right now as well in the Serie A. Let me, 41 points. Uh, I think they can do it. I think they can definitely do it. I think they can definitely do it. In Cholo, we trust to take out Inter de Milan. Um, a ver. Uh, 
what else? Who else? I should say. Sorry, I'm just listening to what Buitre say about Leipzig. They lost and drew last season in the Champions League group phase. So, yes, man, I love that. <laughs> I like eating that a lot. Anyway, so to finish Inter, Atletico, I think Atletico can take out the uh, Champions League finalists and this season Serie A leader. Madrid, Leipzig. Well, let's just go with the flow. I was just listening to Butragueño talk about this matchup. I mean, they've got... Obviously, I'm going to be rooting for Leipzig. Um, no surprise there whatsoever. But besides that, I'm very interested to see Xavi Simons play against Madrid. The intensity that he will play with against uh, a team... That has certainly historical significance for him as well, given his Masia past. Uh, it's the kind of game that he undoubtedly, maybe even unconsciously or unwillingly, will be hyped for. It's it's Madrid, you know. He has also a past, given uh, his time at La Masia. Uh, and uh, they've got a really good chance to knock in Real Madrid out. Uh, I, I genuinely do think so. They... Our team that I said on last podcast, I didn't want for Barca. Had we now been talking about the scenario or the the yeah the scenario that would have been a Leipzig Barca, I wouldn't really have fancied their chances. I would have tried to look for reasons to see as to why Barca are favorites to go through against this German side. Um, but it would have been very hard for me, a lot harder than had it been, um, you know, Napoli. Not like for against Napoli, I fancy our chances way more. Uh, at Leipzig, man. Mm -mm. Mm. So you know, it's Madrid that luckily faces uh, this German underdog who are extremely super ambitious uh, this season. But as has been their project. Uh, you know, since they were overtaken by uh, Red Bull, pretty much. I, mean, I think in, in terms of, of, of progress, uh, this team has shown to improve and increase in its ambition as well. Uh, they still have to be... That team that consistently will compete against a Bayern and a Dortmund as well to, of course, seriously compete for the Bundesliga title. Uh, this season, they're in third. They're just three points behind a Bayern. Leverkusen, of course, I mean, you got to love what Xabi Alonso is doing there. Uh, hopefully, they will win the Bundesliga. They're now clear with four points. But uh, Leipzig is uh, seven adrift of that. I think... Uh, this is going to be a tough pill to swallow for Real Madrid, quite honestly. Of course, you have to tip Los Blancos' favorites, but because they're there, I mean, also just looking ever so good in their form. Uh, but Leipzig, mm, I'm happy we dodged this Leipzig bullet, man. I, I would have not, like I said, I did not want to face Leipzig. And I'm happy we're not, man. <laughs> I'm happy we're not. It's going to be tough for Real Madrid. Uh, we heard from Butre just now, Butragueño talking about last season's matchups uh, if I remember correctly it was a loss away and a draw at home for, for Madrid so um, vamos a ver, ya veremos they just got fresh beating Dortmund in a 3-2 thriller they uh, gave Man City a good run for their money as well uh, they lost out just by 3 goals to 2 against Pep side and uh in the first one, well, they lost by three goals to one. They uh, managed to draw against Bayern. That's uh, That was back in uh, end September. I like it. I like it a lot. 
look, I'm not uh, going to be delusional and I'll throw Kian a bone here. But um, Madrid, of course, favorites. But it won't be easy. Let's see what they did against uh, Leverkusen. 3-2. Wow. Man, this is going to be good. Madrid, Leipzig. They lost by three goals to two against Xavi Alonso's side. This is going to be good. This is going to be another tasty, tasty clash. Uh, Lazio-Bayern. I'm not going to really spend time on it. I would want Lazio to go through, but just because I don't want Bayern to go through. Uh, Bayern, of course, will be uh, the heavy favorites to take that one and uh, run away with it. I mean, Lazio are 11th in Serie A. Absolutely no threat for Bayern whatsoever. Uh, PSV Dortmund, though. Uh, I like uh, definitely very much uh, this matchup. Dortmund, just for you know, seeing how they are always are. Uh, always an ambitious team, tough German team. But facing a, a PSV side that, of course, are fresh of, of uh, a very, very good season in the Eredivisie and also this season doing a super job being led by uh, Luc de Jong you could say um, I don't think that's a stretch and uh, sitting pretty at the top 10 points clear in the Eredivisie uh, reigning champions as well are they reigning champions? they did one last season no? or I need to double check that, but I think they did. It wasn't Feyenoord. Well, it must have. Anyway, they lost out on Chabi Alon or Chabi Simons, but um, look at Ajax. They've climbed from, dude. They were like 17th two weeks ago, and they've now they're now in fifth. Wow. Well, things seem to have uh, gotten a lot better than for Ajax, managing to come all the way back to fifth. You remember when they were, they were the lowest they had ever been in their entire history, and that seems like two weeks ago. Now they're back in uh, fifth already. But anyways, PSV in first. They're playing some excellent football, man. They're they're a lot of fun to watch. Um, it's uh, what's his face, Van Nistelrooy, the coach over there, right? Uh, what can you say, man? Fun matchup. Fun matchup. I do think that PSV will uh, not have what it takes to take out the Germans, but who would have guessed that uh, a team kind of predominantly made up of now Barca Descartados, Barca Rejects, Luc de Jong, and uh, Serginho Des. Serginho also having a, an excellent uh, time over there at PSV. Uh, I'm happy for him as well, Serginho, to... It was important for him to get back, I think, into his comfort zone. Uh, he's familiar with the Dutch league, the Dutch culture. And, I mean, let's not forget the player that Serginho was at Ajax as well. When he was breaking out of the youth ranks into the first team, he was, you know, uh, he won the Young Player of the Year award. And I'm happy that he's having a good season. Still on loan, technically, as well. So... Could be uh, interesting for Barca if he does get back to his best form and uh, turn his entire career around. Who knows? Um, anything else? I'm going to get to your questions, but I think that about wraps it up. Let me give you one more wrap-up here of who I think will go through. Oporto, Arsenal, Arteta will go through. PSG, Real Sociedad. Come on, Imanol Aguacil. Vamos. PSV Dortmund, como PSV, como Blüc, Serginho, but I think Dortmund will. Copenhagen City, well, Pep, cheers, my friend. We'll see you in the quarterfinals already. Napoli, Barça, vamos, Xavi, Xavi Neta all the way. We can do it, won't be easy, but we have done it, did it two seasons ago. We can take down this Napoli side, trusting in this current crop, this group of players, that they will improve come February, March. Inter, Atletico, Cholo, I love it. Great matchup for Cholo. I uh, hope that he will go through as well. Lazio, Bayern, I mean, against like Copenhagen City, is it worth even mentioning? Bayern will go through. 
and Leipzig Herr Magie. I think this could be the surprise result of the draw. I think we might see Real Madrid get knocked out. And I'm not even just saying I'm like I'm saying it because I want it to happen, but I actually somewhere down deep inside of me believe that there's a good chance. Is it 70-30? You know, 75-25? Sure. I think that's maybe not doing justice to how good Leipzig are this season. But 70-30, Madrid will go through. I'm going all in on that 30%. I'm a degen. I'm a risk taker. That's what I do. Let's go, Leipzig. Let's go, Xavi Simons. Okay. Let's get to uh, more depressing matters. <laughs> Let's focus and shift our attention back to Barca, shall we? And talk a little bit about Valencia. Uh, I'm going to turn down the volume here of the uh, broadcast and also get to your questions. Let me first do that because I'm sure some questions from the weekend result will come up. Uh, Gaudaf, what's happening, Gaudaf? A lot of old school D spot peeps here in attendance. Love to see it. Uh, what up? He's saying Napoli is a spicy fixture for us. Yeah, man, but I think we can do it. I do think we can do it. Again, look at their results of late. We know, again, this is a team that you could brand as being a team under construction, um, similar to Xavi, uh, as even though some people, you know, it makes their ears burn. This squad, this side is not the finished product yet for Xavi. So um, I think we can argue that it is a team under construction based on the fact that the results are not what Xavi wants want it to be once the results and the play are what we want it to be then we can talk about the team uh, being in a final phase of construction um but i think we can do it man look uh once again the italians uh they've uh, they're going to be our opponents i would say once again because we they were two seasons ago in the europa league there we managed to win playing two very good games in particular the one uh, the first half in the diego maradona stadium and uh, this team right now, it's uh, under construction. It's been five months that things have been not going very well. Uh, Garcia basically took away everything, all the good things that Spalletti had uh, constructed. And, uh, uh, well, after winning their third Escudetto, they uh, then dropped to almost 20-point disadvantage of the uh, top in the in the Serie A, and uh, it's uh, Mazzarri now that uh, is looking to turn things around. And according to Maldini, again, I'm not going to sit here and claim or profess that I'm uh, the Serie A expert. Whether there are other far better analysts that. Uh, are following the Italian top flight. And, um, you know, it seems that they're doing better. Um, you know, they still have some very dangerous players, of course. Osimen, I think, uh, is without a doubt probably the, the name that is on the front pages, uh, that will be on, splattered on the front pages of the, the Catalan newspapers in uh, anticipation of this matchup. Um, that that said, they're also not having, or he's not having his best uh, individual season whatsoever, neither. Um, they certainly have uh, some defensive frailties themselves as well. Uh, a key word, of course, because we only need to know that, I mean, I think... This season, we've conceded already three times the amounts of amount of goals that we conceded last season. Uh, I also think, yeah, I mean, it might be three, it might be five times the amount of goals that we were conceding. Uh, it's absolutely, you know, disastrous for Barca in the back and up front. We're less efficient as well. So it's a matter of not only are we scoring less goals, we're also conceding more. So hence, you know, the results just not going our way. But it's good to see that the press here saying that uh, Napoli are also side with 
Are we still going live or what? I think it stopped recording while we're still going live. Okay. It says the space on my hard disk is full. That That is absolutely impossible. I recently cleaned it. I had like 100 gigabytes of space. Well, anyway. So, well, this will not be recorded then. No, that sucks. Because churros ain't over yet, baby. Still got comments to get through. Still only wanted to finish off this uh, analysis, this little deep dive into Inter, uh, again, Inter, into Napoli, rather. Well, I don't know. I'll see how I'll uh, make sure that also the people that will see this on the replay on the Churros y Tacticas pod will be able to listen to it in its entirety. But for right now, as of now, it's not recording anymore. Bummer. So, well, maybe I won't make it too much longer then. How long have I been going? Nearly 50 minutes. Maybe I should wrap it up soon. So let me get to your comments instead, okay? Uh, Gaudaf. So, yeah, it's Napoli spicy, but we can do it. Your take on Levan Golski? My friend Gaudaf. I hope you've been listening to Churros all this time. My take on Lewandowski is he's one of the reasons why we are in a position that we're in. There is a case to be made that he needs to be receiving the ball more, that players are not seeking him out enough, but he's also missing unbelievable goal-scoring opportunities. That is uncharacteristic of a player of his caliber with his skill set. And it's hurting us. It's hurting us a lot. His attitude was questionable at times as well. I hope that we see a new and improved, if you will, Robert Lewandowski come January 2024 with renewed energy and spirit and ready to take on this very tough task of... Uh, you know, making Barca a more competitive and better footballing team uh, because he's one of the leaders and that's what he should do as one of the more veteran players, highest paid players and best players of the team. Again, uh, he's a veteran. He's an experienced player, so he should feel responsible as well for the situation that we're in. That's my take on Lewandowski. Uh, Ridvik, given the situation currently and all the noise around Xavi with all the injuries and Lewandowski uh, performing the way he is what do you think is a reasonable result from the Champions League to allow him another year? For Xavi uh, a reasonable result um, it depends who we draw in a quarterfinal, he has to beat Napoli he has to beat Napoli, quarterfinals we'll see who we face we can face Cities, Bayerns, who knows. But it has to be competitive. If we don't see the intensity, the energy that we need to see and that the team needs to have in order to compete deep into this knockout phase of the European competition, then there's something seriously wrong. And, you know, we haven't been seeing it. This team, this team has not shown any intensity of late, and that's been the most concerning thing. The lack of intensity, the lack of intent, this lack of aggression, the lack of determination, grit, grind. And without Gabi there, that's that's super worrisome and, and something that we saw come as well. So I want them... You know, Napoli has to be defeated, and I trust that we can, we will. Then it'll be you know, let's say an Oporto or or what you know. I mean Leipzig. Let, let's say PSV, Dortmund, whoever it is, a team that we should definitely fancy our chances against. Let's say we face them in a quarterfinal, and we don't. Then that will be very disappointing. Even if we, you know, play competitive, and and if we face a juggernaut, a city, a Bayern, etc., 
then I just want us to be competitive. Because right now, because right now, Ridvik, looking at the teams that were in the same bombo, the same uh, group as, as us, you have to say that right now, as of today, Bayern, Madrid, Arsenal, Manchester City, Atletico, are teams that are quite simply in better form. And of the other, Bombo, El Bombo Dos, you know, you could even say Leipzig, Inter, PSG, are teams that are today just better. And Barca, we were not in the top five of favorites to win the Champions League, you know. That's just me being brutally honest. I don't think we're in the top five favorites right now today to win the Champions League. Today. Hopefully, come February or March, that'll change. Uh, yeah, man. Competitiveness. Okay. Uh, given that Barca might not win the league, Ridvik, it's over, baby. It's it's <laughs> La Liga's... No, ya no hay liga. Eh, no. Ya está. Está acabado. Finito. Harsh saying, hello, Diego. As a Madridista, I can say Napoli aren't that good this year and depend on individual brilliance uh, of Cara uh, and Osimhen. So you are definitely favorites. Okay, good. Well, then that, that falls in line with my big takeaway as well. What from from the current state of this Napoli side. And uh, I'm happy about that. Thank you, Harsh. Madridista joining the chat. The poor finishing, he says, goes on to say, poor finishing let Xavi down against Valencia. I think he coached it good. Yeah, so, I mean, look, we, we touched upon the Valencia game. Uh, it was the perfect... It's sort of... Mm, how should I put it? Perfectly sums up, characterizes what Barca is this season. Um, inefficient. Inefficient. There have been games where we have had more chances than our opponents and have just not managed to score the goal. Having said that, there have been also a lot of games where we haven't out-created, you know, dominated our opponents, uh, where we also have walked away with a narrow victory or or not. So, um, but it certainly, I think, is is a good characterization, a good image of, of what this Barca currently is under, uh, you know, at this point in the season. Mm. Chances are being created and are not being finished. We're getting, we are being let down by individual errors, both in the back that allow Valencia to get their goal, uh, and by poor finishing up top. Rafinha let us down. Ferran Torres let us down. Of course, Robert Lewandowski let us down, and um, I say of course because you know I'm, I'm I am very critical of him at this, at this point. And I think he should be too, uh, especially given his comments on Xavi at times, his criticism towards teammates openly or behind closed doors. Uh, I would like to see him be self-critical and take a hard, good look at himself as well and realize what we are missing from him that is making us less competitive this season. So poor finishing let us down against Xavi, Arsh. Couldn't agree more. Gaudaf, you're saying, uh, why don't you create or work around a show like Goldbridge in the United States? I, I don't know what that is. Uh, Aleti versus Inter. You know, it's also, man, like I, I, I only have so much time and I'm, I'm involved in a lot of other projects. So Churros, I do this two, twice a week and uh, I wanted to grow. I, I put my, you know, grain, I put my little stones my two cents in in helping it making it grow i'm active on social media but all that is time and i and i want to do a lot of other things with my time plus i'm just very busy so uh but yeah i'll check out Goldbridge. i don't know i i, I just don't know it 
Uh, Harsh is saying Aleti versus Inter, Real Sociedad versus PSG. Look very intriguing. Couldn't agree more. Praying for a deep run from Sociedad. Absolutely. Got off once a week show on your YouTube with Keon. Um, yeah, but I don't post it on my YouTube that much. Just follow us on, on Spotify, bro. Really. Or, or Keon's YouTube channel because he posts them there. Um, in my case, man, like, you know, I post it, I get like 20 views and it's. Keon has, has the bigger platform and puts a lot more work into his social. I, I, I'm I not that interested in social media. So, Can uh, Vitor be that ray of hope for Barca? Absolutely. That's what we're hoping for. Vitor Hoque. I'm in a great individual season with uh, Atletico over there in uh, the Brazilian Serie A. And... Um, I hope he's he's gonna come and hit the ground running. He's married, fresh off of his head, honeymoon. That's that's good. He's a young man with uh, a ring on his finger, and uh, hopefully, not only a beautiful but a good-hearted woman and support by his side as he will venture into a completely different culture, new football, new team, new club, new you know, like I said philosophy football and culture so mm, but after reading so much about him and seeing his highlights I'm, I'm excited as as heck i don't expect the second coming of uh, uh the og ronaldo but uh or even a romario or of, <laughs> wouldn't that be amazing i mean i'll take a, a boy who's, who's half as good as as either of those two so uh especially at that age so can't wait can't wait can't wait Gabby updates, none in the news. No, can't really uh, give you one either. Haven't come across or haven't been informed or heard of any update. Mm, just that the operation went according to planned. Uh, but in terms of him, the, the, you know, the, the countdown for his comeback to the green pitch, it'll be preseason, you know, best case. At least that's that's what I heard. He won't be taking part neither in the uh, Euro Cup. Redvik, as a Madridista, Redvik, you're you're Madridista. I thought you were. Man, you're a longtime D spot supporter, and you're now you're telling me you're Madridista. Uh, I'm worried about Leipzig, even with Alaba out for the season. Yeah, man, three ACLs. I, I, the whole Alaba thing was crazy yesterday. Uh, couldn't believe it. Feel bad for the guy, of course. And uh, another one bites the dust. Uh, you should be, because Leipzig have what it takes to make your life difficult. Uh, again, if my memory serves me right, and or if what Butragueño said was right, last season it was a draw and a loss. Uh, with Militao out, now Alaba. This is big for you guys, for sure. So... My thoughts are with uh, Alaba and all you Madridistas. At least the respectful ones. <laughs> Gaurav. By Ritvik Rene Duba. What language is this, my friend? I don't know why you're speaking to me. They grind out victory from any fixture. I, I, I don't know what you're saying here. I assume that's replying to the other comment anyway uh shreyash shreyash both napoli and barca are struggling what do you think who do you think has an upper hand ahead of the fixture i think barca slightly uh go back and check out the entire broadcast to have my deep analysis on that fixture and finally redvig replying to gaurav you guys love to to talk about your injuries we almost have an entire 11 out we barely have defensive depth anymore after yesterday right okay well you guys while you guys go back and forth i'll uh sign off that was uh this was churros for this week we will be back on thursday uh make sure you head on over to patreon.com forward slash churros y tacticas because it's gonna be a tasty tasty episode it is episode two of Churros y Invitados, who will a special guest be? 
follow us on Twitter and I will announce it there once it is official, okay? That is Churros for today. The Champions League draw round of 16s wrap-up. We've uh, discussed all of the fixtures and all of the teams as well. you got a good hour here of content. It stopped recording on my end, so I'm going to have to figure out how I'm going to get this to the Patreon or to the... Uh, loyal listeners on uh, Spotify and Apple podcasts and stuff, but that's my problem, not yours. Thank you all for joining me on another D-Spot slash Churros Live. It's always a pleasure. Thank you for your comments, and uh, we'll see you on the next one, okay? I'm sure with Kian and our special guest member, patreon.com, Churros y Tacticas. Join us on Thursday. Peace. Social Podcast Network. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.